could it possibly be? Is there a better option for SHTF communications than ham radio? We'll dig into that when we come back. Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, hello and welcome to Practical Prepping Podcast. Yes, we're going to talk about another radio system besides ham radio. And that is the GMRS, the General Mobile Radio Service. Before we get into that, let's just mention our sponsors tonight. And that is ProLine Digital Group. They are builders of websites, builders of apps, and hosting of websites. And they do all of our website work, and we're certainly pleased with them. Also, Jim Curtis Knives. Jim is a custom knife maker. He makes knives that are as functional as they are beautiful. You can see his work on Facebook at his Facebook page, Jim Curtis Knives. Also, the base handgun training system. The base handgun training system is a great system if you've never had formal firearm training or if you want to brush up and learn some new techniques. And their link from the website includes a discount on their program. Also, Clean Start is a non-alcohol-based hand sanitizer and antiseptic solution. That's right, a hand sanitizer and antiseptic solution. I carry a bottle in my pocket every day. I carry a little three-ounce foam applicator bottle, and I use that quite regularly. And they also have a discount from our website, and we'll tell you a little bit more about them a little bit later on. Now, let's get into the podcast itself. I still believe that Ham Radio is the ultimate prepping radio service. You can communicate locally. You can communicate worldwide. Now, Ham Radio does require a license, but the entry-level technician-level license is really, really easy to get. Now, I hear people saying, I don't need no stinking license in an emergency or post-SHTF. Well, true. The regs say that anyone can transmit on any frequency to get help in a life-threatening emergency and after a major grid-down type SHTF, there'll be no FCC to come after you. But the problem is that most likely you won't be able to talk to anyone because you need to program that radio, learn that radio, test that radio, and practice before the need. And the only way to do that is with a license. So ham radio may be the best individual radio communications, but not the best family or group radio communication system. Now, see, most folks in our families are not willing to get licensed. We do have four licensed members in the family, but most are depending on cellular service. But you know that cellular service can go down. And what we need in case of emergency is a reliable, 
local communications for family or for our group. One of our listeners brought this up, and what he said was that he was looking for an alternative to ham radio because most folks in his family just refuse to even consider getting licensed. So, Let's look at an alternative tonight, and that is GMRS Radio. Now, in most aspects, radio is radio. And for the most part, GMRS will do the same locally as ham radio. Now, let's take just a short break, and we'll come back and dig a little bit deeper into this. Tonight, in our sponsor spotlight, we are spotlighting Clean Start. Clean Start is a non-alcohol hand sanitizer and antiseptic, and it's actually a 40X concentrate. What that means is that 3.2 ounces makes one gallon. The starter kit includes the mixing jug and foaming pumps. So you can mix this up and you can put it in different containers, the foaming pumps, and have it on your desk, have it in the kitchen. We keep one in the kitchen. I keep one in my pocket, one of the small ones. Now, this stuff is FDA registered. It's safe, and it doesn't leave your hands dry like an alcohol-based hand sanitizer does. And it's almost moisturizing. They don't exactly say that, but I've been using this stuff for a while, multiple times in the day, and I would say that in my experience, it's been somewhat moisturizing. Now, from a prepper standpoint, this 40X concentrate really attracted my attention. comes in a 3.2-ounce bottle. Now, it's a lot easier to store a few 3.2-ounce bottles than it is to store gallons of hand sanitizer. So think about this from a prepping standpoint and also from the standpoint of being able to carry a hand sanitizer that you can also use as an antiseptic. Clean Start is offering our listeners a 25% discount on the starter kit. And all you need to do is go to our website, www practicalprepping.info and click on the link and that will automatically add the 25% discount. Let's talk about GMRS radios and it really is possibly the best option for families and groups during SHTF. Now if you imagine if several of your family members have these and there is a tornado issue, there's some other type weather issue, cell phones go down, and you are able to communicate one with the other. Or if this is some other type of event, you could even hand them out if necessary. GMRS stands for General Mobile Radio Service. It is a licensed radio service, but there's no test required and the license is $35, and it's good for 10 years, so $3.50 a, a year. You know, we spend more than that in a week on coffee. Now, a good thing about GMRS is each person does not have to be licensed individually, but one license will cover the entire family or the group, and no minimum age is required to operate it, 
but you must be 18 to apply for the license, and you cannot be a representative of a foreign government. The GMRS operates on UHF, ultra-high frequency, and it is in the range of 462 megahertz up through 467 megahertz. Now, the good thing is that they are channelized frequencies, but they do share these frequencies with the FRS, the Family Radio Service. Not a great big issue, to be honest. FRS is usually those little family pack, two-pack walkie-talkies that, you know, you can get them at the big box store and they're kind of cheap. And you may hear some other traffic on your frequency, but you're going to be very, very close to it. And you can just ignore it and go on. We were traveling one time and we could hear a couple of girls in different cars talking back and forth about where they were going to meet. By the time we drove another half mile, we couldn't hear them at all. So it's really not an issue. But GMRS does allow repeater uses on eight channels that are exclusive to GMRS. So you could use one of these eight channels even though you're not using a repeater, and it would be exclusive to GMRS, and you would not have that FRS or that potential FRS interference. I'm going to try to explain this without all the geeky stuff. Now, I know some of you love it, some of us love it, but other folks' eyes glaze over when we begin to talk about some of this stuff, but we're going to limit the geeky stuff, but there are some things that we need to understand. One is that there are two ways to operate radios. One is called simplex, and that's radio to radio. And it's good for relatively short distances. The second way is through a repeater. Now, what a repeater does is it's a radio system that receives a signal and simultaneously retransmits it on a different frequency. Now, the best way I can illustrate it is the radio in your hand transmits on frequency A and listens on frequency B. Well, the repeater is listening on A, and what it hears on A, it retransmits on B. And everybody's radios are set up the same way so that everybody's transmitting on A and listening on B. And so everybody, it gets retransmitted with higher power, better antenna, and covers much greater distances. And sometimes this can cover even 50 miles, if not more. Now, the radio system itself requires three things. It requires a radio. It requires a transceiver or a separate transmitter and receiver, and it requires an antenna and a power source. We're going to talk about antennas to begin with. Now, when I was newly licensed, a ham radio operator who's with the Lord now, Mike Ferguson, said to me, a $10 antenna on a $100 radio is a $10 radio system. But a $100 antenna on a $10 radio is a $100 radio system. Put your money in your antenna. Those were his words to me, and I've never forgotten that. And I have found that to be very, very true. The better the antenna, the better I can communicate. And the better the antenna, the less I can use as far as a radio. 
Now, there are three basic types of antennas. The one for the handheld, the mobile, and the base. Now, the purpose of an antenna is to radiate the signal, but how well they radiate that signal determines how well others are able to hear us. Now, we got to go geeky for just a minute here, okay? I'll keep this very short. Performance of an antenna is measured in dBi, or often seen as dB gain. Now, a base unit, a base antenna, usually has 5 to 10 dB. A mobile has 0 to 6 dB. And a hand antenna, a handheld antenna, the stock that comes on some of the handy talkies can actually be a minus dB. So it's taking away from the performance of your radio. But upgraded antennas usually can be 3 to 6 dB gain. Now, the reason dB gain is important, now get this, it's kind of a mathematical formula here in a sense. 3 dB gain increases the output performance 100%. Now, 6 dB is four times the performance. 9 dB is eight times the effective performance. Every 3 dB gain effectively doubles the performance. We're almost through here. So the dB gain of the antenna is extremely important. All right, geek mode off. Now on the handheld radios, the antenna that comes on it, that's attached to it, often referred to as a rubber duck, it's really a lousy antenna. Some of those are unity or zero gain, and they're usually good for a couple of hundred yards, maybe a quarter mile or so. But the upgraded antennas, and we recommend the Nagoya and the Diamond in both the ham radio and in the GMRS, those are actually 6 dB gain. So what are we doing? We're multiplying our power, effectively multiplying it times 4. You can see the increase in the effectiveness of that antenna. Let's talk about mobile antennas for a second. These are designed to be attached to the car. Now, they can be magnetic. They can be surface mount where you drill a hole in the roof and put it in the middle of the roof. They can be a lip mount that goes onto the trunk deck lid. They can be a clip-on that clips to the rain gutter on the, the car itself. Or, like in the case of Krista's, she did not want to drill holes in her car. And so we have a glass mount on hers, and there's a unit that goes inside the window and affixes to it with adhesive, and there's a unit that matches that on the outside of the window. And somehow, electronically, that signal goes through there, and it'll handle a fair amount of power, and it does a pretty good job. Now, the granddaddy of them all, the best of the antennas for any type radio, really is base antenna. And these are the outside antennas, and it can be anything from a J-pole mounted on a short mast up to a 20-foot commercially built vertical antenna, and then you put that on top of a mast or a tower. Now, for that antenna, it takes pretty good tower, pretty good mast to be able to do that, but it is a seriously good antenna. Now, you can mount these things anywhere from the top of a tower you can do like we do and put it on a mast, which in our case is actually chain link top rail. 
and we have three of those put together, and it's up against the side of the house, and it's standing up at 30 feet, and we have a dual-band J-pole antenna on that. And it does very, very well for around 35, 40 miles around here that we're able to hit repeaters. You can do a chimney mount. Some people will strap a chimney mount around their chimney and have a mast coming up from that. Any way that you can mount a television antenna, you can usually mount an outside antenna for ham radio, CB, GMRS, pretty much any kind of radio. Now, you can also mount it or hang it in a tree. At the Yellowhammer Horse Ride, we have often taken magnetic antennas and put a line over a limb up in a tree and pull that magnetic up into the tree. We've done it with a J-pole made from twin lead antenna wire or like the old TV uh, antenna lead. You can make a J-pole out of that and pull it up. One thing about doing that is that you can use a HT with a mobile or a base antenna. All it takes is the proper adapter. Used to, when I would be in a police car, I'd put a magnetic antenna on it. And I would bring that coax in through the door or the window. And I would connect that to my handy talkie. And I had five watts, but I had a greatly improved antenna that I was able to use my radio from inside the car. And I did this particularly for, you know, weather and weather spotting and such as that. One time I even used a mag mount antenna upside down in an office building. And what I did was I stuck it. This was that suspended ceiling. It has that metal channel that goes across there to hold it in. I just stuck that antenna to where two of those crossed, connected it to a mobile radio, and it worked fairly well and was able to hit the repeater that we used there for weather. Some folks will put them on a metal trash can, stick them on the corner of a chain link fence, And I know that our son-in-law, when he started out, he would put a magnetic antenna in the center of a pizza pan and set that outside. And that pizza pan acted somewhat as a ground plane and was able to give him even better performance. Now, what you really need to be careful there, if you're going to use some type of antenna other than one that attaches to the handy talkie, make sure you get the proper adapter for that to work. It, yours may be a BNC or an SMA male or a SMA female. There are even antenna connectors that are in connectors, and they're quite a bit larger, and you'd probably have to have a reducer in that case. But talk with your supplier, and they will help you to figure out which one that you would need. Now, everything that we've talked about up to here pretty much applies to all radio except the FRS. And the reason being, FRS is limited to a non-changeable fixed antenna. It's built in and you can't change it. You can't connect it in any other way. Now, you could probably take the radio apart and all of this, but you're still not going to get a lot of performance out of that. Let's talk about a little bit of difference between the GMRS and the ham radio. One, we talked about no license test, where ham radio does require the license test. 
Both are $35 for 10 years. Now, the GMRS is 50-watt maximum on eight of the channels. The rest of the channels are 5-watt maximum, where FRS is 2-watt maximum. But there are some frequencies on there, some channels that you're limited to a half-watt. Now, ham radio, you can use up to 200 watts or up to 1,500 watts, depending on which band you are on. The GMRS is 462 to 467 megahertz FM, UHF. Ham radio, you can do all kinds of bands, different bands, different modes. And the GMRS is really used for local, where ham is local and long distance. You cannot modify the GMRS equipment. But here's the beauty. The license covers the entire family or the group. And it does have some compatibility with the FRS radios. Now, as we talked about the radios a while ago with the FRS, these are the blister pack radios from the big box store. Now, it might say 26 or 36 miles, and the technical term for that is baloney. You're not going to get very far with a maximum 2-watt radio or a half-watt on channels 8 through 14. And since you can't modify it, can't improve the antennas, you're not going to get more than 2 miles regardless of what the marketing says. And you're more apt to get between a quarter mile and a mile on those. But now GMRS uses some of those same frequencies But in eight of those frequencies, you can use 50 watts. 50 watts can be a mobile radio. I've not actually seen a base radio. I'm sure they make one for GMRS. But more often, I have seen folks not only with GMRS, but also with ham radio, using a 50-watt mobile and using a power supply and that is their base radio. Quite honestly, that's what Krista and I do, because right back behind me is our radio system, and it is a mobile radio powered by a power supply. And the coax goes out to an external antenna that's 30 feet off the ground and does a great job. If you get the handheld GMRS, I strongly suggest that you upgrade that antenna. And we use the Nagoya NA7071 or the equivalent of the Diamond antenna. And both of those are 6 dB gain. I was kind of amazed that the handheld antenna is that much gain, but it does a very, very good job. Now, in the show notes and on the website, we've got a link to these folks, and that's baofingtech.com. It's HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash baofeng, B-A-O-F-E-N-G-T-E-C-H dot com. And we have no association with those folks whatsoever, other than the fact that we've bought equipment from them in the past. And this is not a paid testimonial. In fact, they don't even know we're doing this. But they are the folks that we actually trust when it comes to GMRS, Baofeng radios, antennas, anything of that nature. Now, they also have handhelds that are dedicated to GMRS, 
and that GMRS V2 is about $70. And you upgrade that antenna for $18, and so you've got $88 in your entire radio system there. Throw a magnetic mount and an adapter there in the truck, and you can do a pretty dang good job with that. There's a link to that radio on there as well. Now, if you want to step it up even further than that, go to the DMR6X2. It is $220, and you put the upgraded antenna is $238. But now this is an awesome radio, and I'm planning to buy at least two of these radios in the not-too-distant future. And one of the reasons is it is a ham radio. It works analog or digital. And with analog, you can access Echo Link, but you can also access DMR, which uses the Internet to go great distances. So you talk to a repeater. The repeater uses the Internet to get to where you want to go. And the Internet then talks to the radio or to the the repeater, and you're able to cover great distances with that. It will also, this very same radio, will cover GMRS, and it will cover FRS frequencies. So this is a great radio that I'm looking at and do plan to purchase. But the point of what I wanted to tell you tonight is that I have re-examined GMRS, and I've come to the conclusion that it is the best radio system for SHTF or emergencies or even for fun and traveling for families and groups. And that's because they're affordable and you don't have to have but one person in the family have the license. So anybody can use it any age and it's just a great system from what I have found. And I have some friends that use them And I will be among those in the not-too-distant future. I appreciate you being here today. And just to let you know that we have put an article that I finished today on this very subject. And it's much of the same information that we have put that article on the website. And it is up now. So you can go to the website, www.practicalprepping.info, and you can read and reference that article. And we'll put these links in the show notes, and the links are in the article as well. And if you have not subscribed to the newsletter, that is free, and it comes out every couple of weeks. And all you need to do is drop us an email and let us know that you want to be included with the newsletter, and we will gladly send that to you. So until next time, stay safe and remember stuff happens. So stay prepared and we'll see you next time.